bust, bust it. it. everybody live from the Dutch Hall. We are Canada's only late night talk show. And we are a great program because we have, as I said before, the greatest band in Canadian late night history. The Nocturnal Emissions, everybody. 
This week in the super group, not since Asia have we seen a group of this caliber come together. We have the regular cast of the Nocturnal Emissions led by James the Rooster Starters. Yeah, what's up, You open a show. Fucking right. Yeah, every week we're not taking a week off anymore, ever. Oh, That's right. Even next week, I already know the song we're playing, and you guys are all fucking off on us, except for Dave. Dave's the new savior. I'll be here. Yeah. What? What? The Davier. The Davier. The Davier. That's good. Dave, you might have a new title. I like it. You're gonna re- you're gonna have a great week here in the Dutch Hall Charters. But number one, you've been gone for three. How many weeks has it been? I think since? it's three. I, I lost count, but my goodness, it's good yeah. to be back. Man. You know. Oh, excuse me, Lori. I'm sorry about that. But, uh, you know, Charters, I think one of the people, one of the things people that listen to this program don't understand is that, you know, we don't have a lot of budget for things like cameras or headphones or things like that. But we do have budget to send our um, our cast of the Life in the Dutch Hall around the world to get perspective on the on the world that we live in. Because if I'm going to do a program like Life in the Dutch Hall and we sit in a, in a shed in Pine Grove and, and we just sit around talking and drinking and and the only person I'm learning from is you, you know, I'm not going to learn nothing, right? <laughs> we're going to be just as stupid as we were when we started, right? That's right. So I think we can't be get, get better as a show unless we send my correspondents all around the world. we got to spread our wings. To, yeah. We sent Steve to Guatemala. That's right. He reported back to us. It was very not, you know, it was disturbing. What, what did you, uh, you did some sort of German surgery where you removed kids' <laughs> legs or something? Yeah. Is that yeah. what you did? That's exactly what I did. And they would only allow you to do it in Guatemala. <laughs> yeah, that's because right. Because everyone else needed no med laws. school. Is that because you're not licensed? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Just some German experiment is what he did. Anyways, it wasn't what I was really hoping for on that trip, but it was, uh, it, nonetheless, 
We got perspective. It opened our eyes. It opened our eyes a bit, right? We took uh, Braden DeCumin and uh, Ben Perrier, two honorary members of uh, Nocturnal Emissions. Both yeah. of them sat in before. We sent them to Morocco and Thailand to report back to us, and they did a great job in the Chiang Mai Chubby Choker <laughs> episode, if you haven't uh, <laughs> listened Listen to it to yet. that one. Right? It's a good one. Yeah. And then uh, we sent uh, Paul, our director, we sent him to uh, Costa Rica a while back mm. for us to report back on what was going on there. And I felt he did a subpar job, is what I felt. <laughs> and so I decided I had to go back and check for myself. I just came back myself from that. I, we have to talk about it. Costa Rica. Costa Rica, yeah. And then uh, charters. Charters we sent to the Orient. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You just the came back from the Orient. The heart of the Orient. The heart of the Orient. Right on the ring of fire. Now, I don't know if people know Dave Charters. I know Paul Eche barely knows him. Barely, because every time he manages to avoid you. We had one epic night. It was beautiful. Oh, did we? Two ever. years ago, August. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Does anyone have some, some, like a love song that we could play? And I was like, like underneath? at the end of the night, I was like, Chambers, where's Chambers? And I was like, his name's Charters. Oh, shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're not the first to make that. That's a classic error. Classic error is uh, Ch Chambers is our technical lead, so we, people get him mixed up with our technical lead, Chambers. <laughs> Who's been we a, look a, a lot alike. Yeah, you look a lot alike. Charters, uh, we sent you to uh, the Orient, and uh, and you, as for those that don't know, Charters is a, a master of industry. He works in uh, in high. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, you work in industry, correct? That's right. Industry well, and manufacturing, some might say. And uh, not only that, but you are a big fucking wig. <laughs> is that true? And I don't no, even no, think that. that uh, I don't even think that's that's because you actually have to wear a different kind of wit like a hat right that makes you a big wig it's a different color than most people's yeah and then it's, it's like it's the same thing as people that wore the wigs and make them seem more important you wear a hat to make you seem more important correct i guess yeah and you because of that, that hat you kind of like donald trump's hair it's the same kind of thing okay. you know he's important when you look at his hair now you are in life from the dutch hall business as well as as business for your master of industry right you decided that you, while you were going on our dime to the orient to explore the entire Orient. <laughs> that was your job. <laughs> and you, uh, and then you decided, oh, I'm also going to do this other stuff for my Master of Industries job, right? I did some things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On our, I'm just saying, you know, Clean Flow's not going to be happy about it. I thought it was important when I was there that the Nocturnal Emissions play a gig in the Orient. So, mm. Did you play? Brought my guitar, actually, on the plane with me. And then uh, the first night I got there, I left my guitar in my room, which was a which was a mistake, I'll admit it. Yeah. Luckily, the last bar of the night we went into called Punches. Hmm. Punches, that's yeah. a good s start, you know. Yeah, tiny little place. Welcoming. A third of the size of this room, probably. <laughs> and in the corner of this room, there happened to be a guitar sitting there. So I picked it up, and I played and you, a few tunes. Oh, I thought you stole yeah. it. No, they kept the bar open, actually. They, were, they were, weren't even going to let us in. I started playing the guitar, and they, they, we got two rounds out of them. All right. Okay, now when you're... entertainment. Now, this is in uh, what country in the Orient? Japan. Japan, okay. Yeah. So this was probably your first stop? Yeah, that was night one, yeah. Yeah, of the Orient tour? Yeah. <laughs> now, can you cover the Orient? How long were you there for? <laughs> and, uh, it was a whirlwind tour. But a whirlwind tour of the Orient? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Uh, covered you're at least four bars. Now, when you're walking around a country like... <laughs> when you're walking around a country like Japan, you know, and you are, like, look like you do, right? <laughs> Now, these poor little Japanese people, they must be, like, uh, uh, terrified. Like, Godzilla's run going down the street. Right? That is true. When you first get off the plane, 
Yeah. There's not a lot of people who look like me. And I was flying alone, so I get off the plane in the airport. There's all these people, and then there's me. And uh, a lot of heads turning, a lot of people looking at me, wondering what's going on. You're a spectacle, yeah. yeah. When they see a big block-headed Polak coming through the... <laughs> They don't see that every day, you know? Like, this is... Not only that, like, you don't keep yourself like a person does, like like a regular... <laughs> you know, you're a... You look like uh, not only... Like, they don't see uh, someone not only, like, uh, as thick as you but and, and girthy, <laughs> but they also don't see, like, one that's let himself go as badly. Like, so... It could be all, true. Yeah, all those things would be very, like, appealing to them. And I was at the end of, like, a 36-hour travel day, so... Yeah, I wasn't at my best. Could say. you imagine? Could you imagine everybody if you're in another country, a new country, right? Where, or no, like, or even if you're in like a country that doesn't have diversity, like Canada. You know, you're in like a, even a, a like uh, some remote like Scandinavian country or something like that. And all of a sudden, this person looks totally different than you. Comes in, right? Totally different, and like so freakishly different that it's it's like you can't take your eyes off them, right? Like charters would be to these people. And then all of a sudden he picks up a guitar and starts playing it. You're like, oh, my God, the monkey has talent. You know, like it's really. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Yeah, it's like that guy from Deliverance who plays the, you know, banjo or whatever, you know. You're like, holy, you know, you're horrible to look at, but uh, you sure can play a banjo. Yeah, it is. You know, no wonder he got the job in the movie, you know. <laughs> to get both those things is lucky. So, um, <laughs> Charters, yeah. Orient. What did you learn? Main main thing you learned, because what kind of people did you meet that weren't like Canadian? Um, I met uh, some Brazilians one night. A lot of Brazilians. Really? Yeah, I was in Nagoya City, and there was a lot of Brazilians at this one bar we went to. The people or the hairstyle? Um, I I didn't get to check it out. I assumed <laughs> I was doing a lot of assuming that there wasn't a lot of hair. Right. But I didn't actually no. get to witness it. Are first, these males or males or females that you met? <laughs> Both. Oh, both. Yeah. And you assume they both had waxed assholes. Yeah, that's what they do there, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a fair assumption. I would assume the same thing. But uh, it's just clarifying for so the So you have that in your head when you're talking to them the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. The whole time you're <laughs> like, all oh, you can think about. It's easier to wipe, I bet. <laughs> and then uh, stuff like that. Which you don't even have to do in Japan because the toilets just spray your ass for you. It's great. Oh, you must have enjoyed that. Oh, it's the best. Now, is it warm <laughs> that's a, water? That's the one thing I learned is that they got toilets freed out. Half the toilets, 50%. What? The other 50% of the toilets are like, I'll call them Eastern toilets. Or we like to call them sliders. But it's just like a, it's like you take a urinal and you lay it flat in the concrete and bury it a bit. <laughs> and that's your toilet. You just squat over it. There's no seat. Yeah, yeah. Did you, you try to avoid those? Trip? No, you try and avoid those if you can. But you have done it. Yeah. yeah. You well, I think it's air. a skill you have to learn. Yeah, yeah. Like my first trip there, as soon as you get there, you got to find one of these things and take a shit in it and figure it out. Because one day you're going to need to. Yeah, and that's not the time and to you, figure yeah, it out. You, you don't, don't want to be learning to when you need to use it. No. You got you to gotta do it when you don't need to. Figure <laughs> yeah. it out. There's a technique. Yeah. yeah, there is a technique. You don't just squat like you think you would, like in the woods. You, no, no. You have to do some sort some sort of a real, like, if you're like. You got to uh, keep your heels on the ground. That's the key. Heels on the ground in a full squat. But your, your, your knees have to splay out, though, right? Yeah, don't it just kind of naturally happens. Once you put your knees on the ground, it all just happens naturally. Really? Your knees or your, on the your, ground? Your heels no, on no, the ground, no. not your knees. Heels, no. Nothing yeah. touches the ground but your feet. Yeah, just, you have your shoes your on. You know, your your pants and Oh, you gotta have your shoes on. Yeah, your oh, yeah. <laughs> your pants and underpants are like pushed right to your socks though, right? How do you not shit in your underpants? I am trying to get Yeah, a that's how you do it. Can you tell me a picture of how this works? No, that's a great yeah. question. That's a great question. It how is, do you not shit in your underpants? Well, yeah. you, if you try it right now and you put your heels on the people at home, try it. 
go squat and then put your heels right on the ground, your ass just automatically moves away from your feet. It just happens. How do you not shit on your balls a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> like you have to lift them. That's true too. Uh, Cause I got yeah. Everything like, gets or out of the way. Are they just lying in the? Everything the gets hole. out of the way. It's yeah. magical. Do you still take but your shirt off? I'm gonna need a diagram. <laughs> okay, no, but I, my question, you kind of got off. Oh, yeah. sorry, you finish so your point. Those, your point. those are the toilets you don't want to use. The good toilets, like, do everything for you. It's amazing. You walk out of there and you feel like cleaner than when you got out of the shower. Now it's I have a, the question was originally like, is it hot or cold water that sprays on your ass? Well, you can adjust the temperature. What? Yeah, <laughs> you can adjust the temperature and the pressure. You take your pick. You make it. You make it feel the way you, the way you like. They have toilet paper there, but you don't need much. No, but I mean, just to dry up. You're, yeah, you get blasted. What do you do? You, you they have towels some, there to dry yourself. You just take off some TP and, and uh, dab it up. Dab it off. Yeah, just dab it off. No <laughs> big really, deal. you know, my Costa Rican experience was a little different when it came to toilet paper than yours. One of the first instructions we got when we got to Costa Rica was uh, our septic system doesn't uh, yeah, uh, handle paper. the toilet paper. So if you'd like to wipe your ass, just put it in the trash bin beside you. You know, like that would be uh, very nice for our whole country because you're not going to plug up our shit. I'm like, I'm here a week. Enjoy your flood. I am not fucking putting my shit ticket in the in the garbage, you know. When my wife's got to go there and brush her teeth after, there's going to be a big fucking... That would be the most... I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't bring myself to, to, to bend in that way to their culture, even <laughs> knowing that it, would, it really would help them with their infrastructure. They didn't ask you at the front desk, like, why was there no shit paper in your garbage can? <laughs> Where'd all your paper go? He used it. his hand. No, you know what? I, you know what? If, if there was a, to be honest, this was how I justified it in my head when I was there. If there was a lid on the garbage can, like, you know, if there's a lid on the garbage can, I said, that's one for poop toilet paper, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Keep the flies out. Yeah. Or, it, or smell or whatever. You know, you need the lid on it. But the other one. If it was open with no lid on it, like then I'm like I'm flushing my like I so I never took a shit in one that had the lid on it. <laughs> I only took the shit in the one without the lid. So then I knew that I wasn't. I was like, hey, there was no lid. Yeah. Right. So I flushed it. I had an excuse. That just makes sense. Yeah. And I and I'm not gonna shit unless I feel completely comfortable. <laughs> I usually need some <laughs> someone to like stroke my hair. It just make me feel feel comfortable, and it comes out easy. Thanks, Jane. That <laughs> uh, no, was um, So yeah, no. Uh, thank you, Dave, for reporting hey, to the Orient. Welcome. Right now, we do have Michael Bow that uh, we sent out to uh, Surrey. Uh, or no, where is he? Fernie. Fernie, BC. We sent him to, and his assignment. His assignment that we gave him, and I hope, and I hope he's doing it is we wanted to know what the world looked like from really high up <laughs> when you're, like, super pissed drunk. <laughs> That's what we uh, wanted Mike to find out for us. So uh, we are looking forward to his report back next week when Mike returns uh, for the... Oh, no, Mike's gone. Gone. Yeah. Wheel dirtbags next week. Hmm. Uh, and no one's here, but we got a stack band coming in, so oh, fuck yeah. you guys. Can't wait. Fuck you guys. I got backup vocals. I got Braden Akuman on guitar. Oh my god! I think goodness. we got some keys. Oh, you, you are you playing bass? I'll do whatever you need. Look Pete. West right in the face. Look West right in the face. And tell him you you're need. playing his instrument. <laughs> that is really going to make him upset. You guys are going to fight by the end of the night. I know it. Right now, you're both kind of like cordial to one another, smiling. Oh yeah. And then, and then uh, by the end, you're going to be like puffing your chest up and <laughs> measuring dicks and stuff. That's how it always goes here at by the end of the night. Eh? Could we have a bass off? Yeah, bass off. Oh, oh. oh man. 
Charge, you're out cocked. I'm going to need more practice. Yeah, you were way <laughs> out cocked here on this one. <laughs> so, anyways, we were looking for the, the reports. I wanted to make sure we got it out of the way. The only other thing that we got to do before we get to our great guest here tonight is uh, do a little segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's uh, <laughs> this week's segment is brought to you as always by our good friends at Clean Flow. Woo. Clean Flow, our primary sponsor. <laughs> That's scary, Dave. I'm getting nervous. I'm sorry. No, I, you don't have to write a commercial for Clean Flow oh, yet. Oh my god. You don't have to write a commercial for Clean Flow yet. But I I will make I, I do have to start making promises to Mr. O at Clean Flow. Clean Flow hasn't made its way to the Orient yet. Even no. though I spread posters everywhere when I was there. Well, at least you did that. At least you did that, Dave. You know who else this show is brought to you by? Our friends at Amazon. Go to the Life in the Dutch Hall website if you want to go shopping at Amazon. You can shop for anything. They got everything. Check the prices. They're pretty good. And you go to my website first. Shut off your ad blockers if you got them. Then our, there's an Amazon thing. You click on that. And then you do your Amazon shopping. And then I get money for that. Money. Money. Shut up. And we spend it on shit. Uh, and uh, that's how the uh, economy works. So then, uh, so do that. And then, uh, what else? Who else is this sponsored by? We're sponsored by our friends at uh, Norpac. The beef people. The beef people. The beef. Yeah, Paul's out. Mike, this there is. He's like, he's like, uh, he's like a, you're you're neutered. You can't do it. And and the sponsor Norpac. You say you say what you want. The beef people. Say. Thank you, Brad. They expect Paul to be delivering the line when every time I say Norpac. The beef people. The beef people. That's how it goes. <laughs> So that when people are in Norwich and they're hungry, they'll think Norpac. The beef, the beef people. people. That's it. <laughs> the <Biden> Church. <laughs> you know who else sponsors us? Uh, Van Dyke Party Services. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, you're wondering what they are? Well, you're, you haven't been listening to the show then. We do it every fucking week. <laughs> you know? Most people out there, they want to do something nice. You know, you want to do something uh, nice for your woman. Maybe go out on a nice uh, a date. Let's say you're dating. You're in the dating scene. You're trying to get a girl on Tinder or something like that. And you want to say, I'm going to knock this girl's socks off because she's way out of my league. You know, I really want to impress her. You know, I want to show. You know what's going to impress a woman? Having a great time. Having a great time. And you, my friend, taking her to some dimly lit restaurant with overpriced food is uh, not going to knock this girl's socks off. You know what you need to do? Invite between 5 and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins. We will come in bright yellow jackets, and all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold hard cash, and you're going to have the time of your life, guaranteed. Uh, you actually have to pay for our expenses as well, which will be dear, but if you're not 100% satisfied, it will give you that 100 bucks back, but those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Brought to you by Clean Flow. <laughs> And the only other person that we always have to uh, reach out to is Yarmy Electric. Uh, Yarmy Electric, God damn it, you know, leave him alone. He's busy. That's it. We're going to make this short one this week. Derek Yarmy, hell of a proprietor of Yarmy Electric. He does so much for the community. And what, it, what he doesn't need to do is uh, solve all your fucking problems with your bullshit, okay? So uh, find someone else. Uh, he does not want your business or need it. The guy's freaking busy, you know? Like, please, Yarmie Electric, if you don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. If we don't get it right the second time... Why don't you just go and fuck yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thank Close you. Enough. That's it for the ads. We got them done. And, uh, you know, 
We have a few campaigns going here at Live from the Dutch Hall, and we have to touch on them as part of this segment. Because uh, I don't remember what I say on this show a lot. You know, like I say things, and then listeners will give me feedback. And then, then uh, I'll forget what they're talking about, you know? Like, um, one person gave us a suggestion for what we can do for our telethon. Do you remember our telethon idea? Yeah. Nope. I didn't, you know? <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I watched the show, and I was like, oh, shit, I did all say that stuff, you know? And then, uh, anyways, so we're, we, we said we were going to do a telethon to raise funds for the show, and we would give our listeners, like, little, uh, like, uh, like, levels of commitment. If you give us so much money, we'll do these things for you as listeners, right? Oh, that makes sense. Like a tiered system. Like a tiered system, Dave. That's right. And uh, so what we did was we, uh, we said one of them would be we would do the Eduardo video. Yeah. Right? Oh. Uh, with Dave as starring as my wife. Uh, I would be Eduardo, and Dave would be my wife, Eduardo's wife, Consuelo. Wailo. <laughs> Wailo. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, uh, and then the other one was hot tub footage. Hot oh, tub yeah. footage oh, yeah, would be released. Different. And then the last one we had was break the world's record for the world's longest podcast. That's like the was the biggest thing we could think of. Yeah. Well, we had a, a listener... Um, who said to us, who was it that said this? Hmm. Uh, I forget who said it. They said, I don't know who said it, but they said, what it said was, uh, beer chugging contest in a uh, in our thongs. Oh, oh hmm. shit. You well, know it must be Barbie that? Mansion Girls. That's no, it I'm wasn't. Guessing. It was the cheese lady that said it. That's oh. what it was. I, I spoiler it, but don't worry. She's got a whole long story for her segment. But she's like, said, wear, wear the thing, wear a thong and do a thing. So I'm like, we have thongs, but except for Wes. I didn't get one either. What? Who got thongs then? What did you get? Paul got one. You can wear mine, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Not after you've worn it. And tell me you didn't wear that thong. He's totally oh, worn it. Oh, of course I did. <laughs> you tried it on right away when you got home, right? And what did your wife think? I've had to wash it a few times, actually. Ew. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What does this get dirty? You wear when you're undergarments, you wash them, don't you? A few times, though, you said. That means you wore it more than once. You wore it multiple times. That's a very nice thong. It just got really dirty. The was one it con- time. I went to Cuba last year. Come on. Would you ever do that for real? Would you ever wear like a German bathing suit? At the beach? I would wear one of those Euro suits. Not, a, not like a, you know, the Speedo that comes to mind when you say Speedo, but you know that tight Euro suit? <laughs> they're like, uh, the they're like boxer briefs, kind of, right? <laughs> we one time pretended. Nice and tight. One time we went to uh, my cousin's stag in Niagara Falls, and uh, uh, me and my cousin Kev brought uh, our bathing suits, but uh, Mike, he didn't, uh, he didn't bring a bathing suit, so he just came, went down in his boxer briefs to the pool with us, and we just said we pretended he was European the whole time. <laughs> so then uh, we, it, we, we spoke like in Dutch, but we didn't know how to speak Dutch, right? So we just like made up Dutch words. Oh, yes. Yeah, very like loud in the hot tub for like hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was and uh, like uh, it was uh, it was super fun. I really enjoyed it. Anyways, <laughs> Mike and his uh, underpants. That was the point. Uh, so what was where the fuck was I? Oh, we had another campaign. So, anyways, she wants us to do that. So, where would that fall? The beer chugging in a thong, like in the scale of like Eduardo the video. Um, what was the second one? Eduardo the video, uh, the hot tub footage. Beer chugging in a thong and the and the world's record. 
Where does it fall? Is that a pretty good order? The world record's 150 hours and 30 minutes. So That's like a week. What? That's a long time. Jeez. 150 hours, what, 30 did minutes. Did someone just break it? I just looked it up. I thought it was like three days. That's a webcast. World's longest uninterrupted live webcast. Hey, I was there. What, what is it called? It's called... Uh, it doesn't say the name of it, but it's by Lifestyler some... <laughs> I don't know. It's Lifestyler, not, eh? It's Sounds not cool. Epidemic Music Lifestyler Group? Lifestyler TV. No. Uh, no. Cologne. No, that was the you got longest gig. Cologne, Germany. Well, that was so the longest gig by multiple acts. Yeah. yeah. That's right. It was probably mostly about The Germans have the record testing. right now? Yeah. For a week? Yes. 150 hours, whatever that is. What? Uh, 24 is a day, so four, four mm. of those is like 100. Six days. Six, six days. <laughs> yeah, six it's like a day. week, right? Just a week. They rested on Sunday. Well, Jesus, I'm not going to let the Germans beat us. <laughs> I might put that like first. When it like not nah, look at Stephen and smugness over there. You, you know, and also I'm gonna skip ahead and 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 feedback because I didn't like Steve's look right there. I think it's about time to give him his medicine. And it is feedback from one of the show's greatest supporters, who's been a little quiet lately on feedback. But he's back. He's my father, Willie Van Dyke. Uh, Willie. He just really deserves his own theme song. And normally his criticism. And I say criticism because in the most loving way, my dad is making the show better. He's trying to make the show better by giving us honest feedback, which is what we asked for. But normally it is a little critical of Dave Charter's voice, normally. But Charter's has been true. away for long enough. My dad has like forgotten about his annoyance with Charter's and has moved on to Steve. Good. <laughs> yes. So can we guess what, uh, what my dad's problem with Steve is? Anyone? No Paul idea. might guess it. You He's might guess German. it. This is your dad, too. <laughs> Nothing to do with the German. Good guess, though. Nothing to do with his Germanness. Steve has, in my dad's opinion, has become a bit of a diva since we switched to video. Whoa. He feels that uh, you're hamming it up to the camera a lot. Wow. And, uh, you, and his, his, his direct words are, uh, tell him to stop waving at the fucking camera. That's exactly what he said. Hi, Willie. <laughs> Is exactly what he's Give him a little kiss. <laughs> I'm not going to kiss the man, but I'll wave. <laughs> Anyways, I thought, I thought that was... There you go. Thank you very much. There you, uh, go. there you go. Yeah, that's a nice one. I used all five fingers. Another campaign that we uh, came out with this last week was that we would contact any guest that any listener uh, thinks is, uh, would be good for the show, no matter who they are, because uh, social media exists and you can pretty much contact anybody. But sometimes if you like, go on Instagram and contact somebody, it's kind of like just like yelling into the ocean hoping a fish jumps in your boat, you know? But I would promise to be as creative as I can to contact these people, especially if I want to have them on the show. If I don't really want to, I will just do the yelling at the ocean bit. Hmm. I prom <laughs> But I will contact them one way or another, and I have been contacting these people. Have and you got any hits on that yet? Uh, with people saying they'll do my show? With people giving you suggestions. Oh, yes. That's what I was going to tell you, Dave. Oh, good. You know one guy, Kevin Van Dungeon? Oh, Remember I know him? Kev. Oh, yeah. Went to grade school with him, didn't you, Dave? Sure did. He suggested two people on two different platforms. One, he said it was Chip Chipperson, which is going to be a hard one for me to contact. Because Chip Chipperson, for those who don't know, he's one, got one of the biggest podcasts in the, out of New York on the Riotcast Network. And it's, uh, it, it, Chip Chipperson is an alter ego of comedian Jim Norton. Um, and uh, yeah. he was on the, he used to have this character. He started on the Open Anthony show, and then it kind of became real. And now it's like the big, <laughs> it's like a big show. So I don't know how to contact a fictional person. 
uh, but I will try. And he said Nick DiPaolo, comedian Nick DiPaolo, so I have to reach out to Nick DiPaolo, which is no problem because I am a fan. Then Midnight Toker suggested Harold, a.k.a. Pat McKenna. You know who that guy is? You know that, Dave? Pat McKenna? Yeah. No. Maybe. You know uh, Red Green? Oh, yeah. It's the nerdy guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know him. That's how I write. Yeah. With yeah. the accordion? Okay. <laughs> huh? Doesn't he have an accordion or something? I don't know. I didn't watch the show ever. Oh. Not even once. Oh. I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> what I saw of it, I didn't like. Anyways, Laura Collins said, Seth Rogen, please. He's hot, funny, and Canadian. Oh. I don't know about hot. That's a stretch. Yeah. He might be funny, but it's only his funniest that makes him attractive. He's Like, if you look at him for his features, he's probably ugly, wouldn't you say? He's average. Seth he, Rogen? He looks a bit like these two. <laughs> like, if you melded Steve and yeah. Dave, you would like get Seth Rogen? Like a cross between them. Yes. He's pretty much here right now. Yeah, and I stand by my statement. Very unattractive. <laughs> um, Chris Pick, former guest Chris Pick, uh, said Jenna Jameson. Oh, there old you go. Time, old time porn star. A huge vagina, as I remember. <laughs> like, I remember that being the thing when I watched your movies. You would watch it and say, like, it seems like a bigger opening than most of them. <laughs> But that would be something to talk about. I'll reach out to Jenna. And then Matt Osborne uh, uh, gave us a message. And hey he comes with, this comes with some clout charters. He says, kiss. Oh. But not the band, not the band, the little people version. The little people version of kiss. Is that a real thing? He says it's a real thing. And Whoa. he not only says it's a real thing, he says he will pay the gas money for the short tour bus. <laughs> is what he said. <laughs> it's not short in length. What's, it's the, what's the name of the band? <laughs> I don't know. He says Kiss Little People version. They should call it Smooch. <laughs> <laughs> peck. Yeah, just a peck on the cheek. <laughs> uh, Bailey Icock uh, said Jeremy Taggart or Jonathan Torrens or both. Hmm. Oh. So Taggart or Torrens or Taggart and Torrens. Torrens seems attainable. Torrens seems Torrens <laughs> more attainable than Taggart? I don't know Taggart, so maybe not. <laughs> I would say Taggart seems more, because I, I, I don't know him as well. Jonathan Torres is, uh, is uh, J-Rock, right? Jonavision. Yeah, Jonavision. Yeah, yeah. Does that count as a late night show? That's like a talk soup kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it was, it? It, was, it? It, was it? it was for tweens. In the afternoon? Oh, yeah. It was a, you know, for tweens, for sure. Uh, Matt Alex... Alex Eco says Joe Rogan. I already contacted him. But... Uh, <laughs> Xavier, here he comes now. Xavier sent three eight five. Says Donnie O'Malley. Have you ever heard of Donnie O'Malley? He makes like a dirty kind of funny videos for veterans only, just to make them laugh. Oh, or that's what that's I noble. Yeah, and it's mostly like fucking shampoo bottles and stuff. Like he does that sort of stuff. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> Otter Villain threw me a curveball here. What he did was he uh, threw my arch rival and uh, main competitor in the Canadian late night scene, Frank D'Angelo, oh. on the list. And for those that don't know Frank D'Angelo, does anyone know Frank D'Angelo? You don't no, know never no one knows Frank D'Angelo. <laughs> no, Frank D'Angelo is the juice guy. Remember, like D'Angelo juice, and he would like the apple juice, and he'd catch it in his goalie glove. He did commercials like that, and then he was. How long ago were we talking? Like in the nineties. And then uh, 
so he made a bunch of money, and then he started making like I think energy drinks or something, and then he was like he would do commercials with hockey players and shit. Yeah, it like almost sounds familiar. It's like very Toronto or Hamilton or something. Like it's like very kind of regional, but Frank kind of like I don't know. He's got friends that are hockey players or something like that. He comes across like the kind of Italian that would uh, like uh, like check if you're wearing a wire. You know what I mean? <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy it's a little be sketchy. Just, yeah, he's the. the, the and he's, he went into movie making and made some real great movies. <laughs> if you can watch his movies, they're, they're terrific. Like they, I really am a huge fan of uh, Frank D'Angelo movies. I, can, I wish I knew some of the names of them because they're, they're just horrible. Like they're like beyond, like, oh, like they're no, shitty. You're a huge fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I love those kind of movies, like, as, as, like the worst made movies that people thought that would be good like the delusional mother like like hell comes to frog town you ever see that <laughs> an amazing movie That's a good rowdy, one. rowdy 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 piper oh yeah I, I saw the other one the one where he wears the glasses uh, they live they, they live, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i saw that one that was good yeah rowdy rowdy piper look up hell comes to frog town You'll love oh it. i have to it'll yeah. change your life yeah my, i remember my dad woke me up in the morning one time because he was he had the tv on it was on like uh hbo late night or something and he saw this movie. It was called The Killer Condoms. And uh, it was about these condoms. It was a German movie with subtitles, figures. Steve. And then uh, <laughs> he, uh, he went across. The, the, the condoms would come across the counter when people were sleeping and then, like, kill them, you know? Like, or not a, a like, nightstand. They kill these guys. And it was as bad as the concept, you know? Like, uh, the movie was actually, like, every, if that idea was bad, then, like, the person that shot it, was just as bad. The person that did the audio was as bad. The person that did the lighting was just as bad. Like the Not whole a big lineup of, uh, <laughs> of people who want to work on that movie. There was no it's redeeming like quality. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Anyways, Frank's movies kind of remind me of those, uh, and, uh, which I like. So I'm not going to fault him for that. And then, uh, but his, he has a late night talk show. But it is not in the ballpark of life in the Dutch Hall, I would say. Obviously. So for me to have Frank D'Angelo in, it hurts me. Because what I'm doing is I'm giving a platform for mm. my greatest competitor, <laughs> Frank <D'Angelo>. <laughs> <laughs> In this country, he is uh, my greatest competitor. So I don't know. I will reach out because I'm a man of my word, but I, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Um, and uh, we actually got a, a feedback on an old video on YouTube. On YouTube and uh, this one was for the Iron Sheik video. And... Uh, this guy says he's a new listener. His name is uh, Brat Soro. He says, uh, this was gold as a Pollock. I'm embarrassed your blockhead friend didn't make the drive for this interview. <laughs> Charters, I think that was directed at you. Yeah, hmm. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Anyways, welcome aboard. I said that uh, <laughs> he has every uh, right to be embarrassed because you're kind of like you make it. You make a bad name for all the Polish people that are out there that are <laughs> decent people. I would say. Anyways, uh, the only other person we have to talk to two. One is a lady. She's been with us for uh, quite a while. She's our good friend, the Cheese Lady. <laughs> Check in on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Check in on the cheese lady, always having fun. Check in on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Check in on the cheese lady, always on the run. Well, the cheese lady this week gave us uh, some feedback. This is Teresa from Second Mouth in Delhi. <laughs> Teresa said, uh, shitholes, LOL. 
<laughs> you guys are super creative. Love the show. And so that's another thing. Shitholes, LOL. I'm like, what did I fucking say about <laughs> shitholes? You know? And then, uh, so. I don't think it's what you said about shitholes. What? Might have been what Trump said about shitholes. Oh, no, I think it's... Uh, in, in this she was addressing you guys. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Shitholes. To be honest, shit it doesn't holes, even comma. say shithole. It says, uh, it says star, 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 star hole. Oh. So it, it could oh. be cunt hole. Fuck hole. Fuck hole. Fuck holes. Fuck hole. Maybe it was fuck hole. Whole hole. Three stars? Oh, whole hole. Four stars. Four stars. Yeah. LOL, you guys are super creative. Love the show, and it's lots of fun. This term, which I think is shithole, but could be... Whole hole. Fuck hole. This term reminds me of the time I was snowboarding up north. Oh, maybe it was the fuckholes. We did the legend of the fuckholes. Oh. There you go. Ah. This term reminds me of the time I was snowboarding up north. We were all exhausted and couldn't find a motel due to a ski convention. No, we didn't have the common sense to pre-book. We thought we were being adventurous and winging it. My first clue was being asked if I wanted to rent the room by the hour or the night. <laughs> now, Teresa, that says two things. Number one, you're in a dive motel. But other number two... You were probably dressed provocatively. <laughs> Those two things. I don't know. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, my first, okay. Uh, needless to say, my exhaustion took over, so we rented for the night and slept on, uh, on top of the covers without any clothes on. No, she, she, <laughs> that was a typo. It was, she went on to fix it, but it was with any clothes on, with our clothes on. It was disturbing to lay there trying to get them out of the out of our mind the shenanigans that had probably gone on from the previous guests. Ew, which is a nice way of saying mm. all the cum you're lying on, <laughs> which <laughs> which you were. And uh, yeah, that grosses you out. Now, <laughs> you guys have been. Uh, you guys have been. Uh, have you guys? What's the furthest you've been? Like on a for a gig. Sudbury. Mm. Sudbury. Oh. Uh, unless you count Vancouver, I, I've played in Vancouver, but not. Well, you with live there. You, that's not far for you when you. That live wasn't there. far yeah. for me. My home base was yeah. like <laughs> the furthest you travel was to Sudbury. So you're all. Did you stay at a hotel, a motel? No, we oh stayed God. at this dude's house. At a dude's house. Oh, yeah. yeah, like a dude that we didn't know. And uh, yeah. uh, was his house uh, comparable to the uh, lifestyle you've been grown accustomed to? On <laughs> on the road from that one gig, yes. I think I slept. <laughs> On the floor, like on a carpeted floor with my backpack as a pillow and my coat as a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, actually, we had to rent the bar, and this guy put his PlayStation into Hawk. Now, this is 1999 or so, but he put his PlayStation into Hawk to it's rent the bar one. so that we could play this show. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then we had to give him a ride because he didn't drive. The next day, we had to give him a ride to the pawn shop to get his <laughs> thing his back because he made his money back. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, Door. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. And that's yeah. actually what it takes, eh, is like guys like that will just like give you a Dedication. shot. Dedication. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, cheese Lady, mm -hmm. thanks a lot. We got one more guy to talk to. That's our good buddy. He's been with us since week one. He's been an avid listener of our program. He's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. Mm Somebody did. I'm new at the, <laughs> the, the time. I had to rap and then sing two things. <laughs> I don't do either of those things. <laughs> you anyways, you've been gone for three weeks. You don't fucking do nothing. 
Your name is on the show, bud. Yeah. Oh, me. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. I thought you were <laughs> backing me up. Fuck Sorry. you, Brad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Asian Dwarf goes on iTunes, and he gave us feedback this week. Five stars. Five stars. He says, uh, Elephant Puss was the title of the interview of the feedback. Great interview. Actually funny. Didn't see that coming. Quite refreshing. <laughs> that that is a glowing review. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. That was due to that was, and I went back and tried to listen to what was the last show I did, so I could see what was good about it, and it wasn't that one he was talking about. He was talking about the ch the Chang Chiang Mai, Mai Chubby, Chubby Choker. Choker. Yeah, and those guys were great guests, and uh, hopefully they'll travel some more so we can uh, hear more stories about uh, Ben jerking off somewhere. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> That's it for feedback, everybody. Now, nice my guests out. tonight, my guests tonight have been in here. You might recognize some of the faces if you see the see them from pictures. <laughs> they look a lot like this band we had in here a while ago called Zeffler, mm -hmm. and some of them actually look quite a bit like the people we had from Huck Jen. <laughs> and uh, but this is not either of those carnations. This, this, my friend. <laughs> These are the hippos. Woo! And uh, they're gonna. What are you gonna open with, fellas? Uh, good question. We never really talked about it. You wanna? What do you wanna start with? Um, Fyg. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Or Fyg. Yeah. Fyg. Fucking your girl. Okay. It's a song <laughs> called "I'm Fucking Your Girl." <laughs> <laughs> Fyg. We also call it. Yes. <laughs> For short. Fucking your girl too, Starsky. 
Libra in a puddle. I'm song like that you know uh, my first question that comes to mind is like um like uh you're you're a father and a family man have a job uh, yeah a real not, guy right not at the time not when we started this band oh actually. no this is a bit of a side project for us yeah so the, how long has this incarnation uh been in, been creating the <sighs> good question there uh whenever when did you start going on uh afternoons there hoover <laughs> probably about 12 years ago or so yeah, yeah. Uh, this was a project that we started, Paul and I started doing, just the two of us, when we were jamming as a three-piece with Kevin, and Kevin would, like, bail on jam night at the last minute, and yeah. one day we were like, let's write a rap song, and then so Paul sat down behind the drums, and I just freestyled some kind of bass thing, and then it we was spent terrible. the next few hours, you know, <laughs> yeah. pining over some lyrics, we threw it down, and by the end of the night, we had a rap song, and <laughs> over the course of the next couple of years, we wrote, like, 10 or 12 of them and you know and, and then Starsky were, showed up and then yeah. we were like oh okay that's <laughs> now we can do everything well, actually yeah thing. Starsky we were when we met him we were recording another album for another thing and for just happened to yeah a soundtrack to a movie um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like your D'Angelo fucking yeah, guy yeah. Yeah. oh yeah his, maybe totally. his a C, but he helped us C with movie. that and, and we just casually drinking one night and going through that stuff and we were like hey check out some of this other garbage we did and he was like this I, shit is fucking not, I kind of flipped for it not terrible yeah. man this it's, is it sounds like shit but there's something there uh -huh. for sure yeah. yeah and so he talked us into doing more of it and so next thing you know we turned it into like an actual like thing yeah and I think that like I think it's an underserved market to be honest with you like yeah. I think there's like not enough of gangster rock. Yeah, it's like I think there's only live band hip hop. You mean? <laughs> yeah, but also like uh, like something that's funny and yeah. uh, something that people like that's just like you know like it's 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 tongue and cheek bravado. You know, you're poking fun at kind of the over the top. Well, it's it's four dads doing filthy sex rap. Yeah, yeah, which is <laughs> like we're badass gangsters. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Exactly. That's kind of my point. Is that like we uh, were gonna ask that you did this in like a negative shot. Just to show us some blackface, <laughs> but uh, that's a bit of post. But maybe we'll do it in post. Yeah. That's, that's the part about rap is that uh, like I have a friend of mine, Devin Bateson, who d who uh, does a he did a rap album and he just came out with a cassette of uh, beats and stuff like that. But he's uh, he does it. He's a very white suburban dude, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, so he doesn't 
that's how he raps, like as a white suburban dude, like not even like it's in his own voice, you know, like so it's kind of what's unique about it because he says the rap is rhythm and poetry and that uh, the that the persona or whatever that you're using to perform it doesn't have to be the canned the top, yeah. the canned rap persona of like this. Which has turned into just bravado and like my my cock's big. I drink a lot at the club. I bang a lot of chicks. I like you know that's all this drugs, guns, money, and women. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's drugs, what we guns, make money, of. and women is the name of our album. Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, yeah, it's you exactly it. that. Yeah, yeah. The first, tell them the first line. I'm tossing on my trunks and I'm about to go swimming in my big pile of drugs, guns, money, and women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it, though, right? Like Scrooge McDuck. And the, yeah, I don't give a fuck. And the other part about it is that, like, what, what Starsky was hitting on is that you're like, uh, when you're like a regular dude and you're living kind of like a life where you're trying to like just pay the bills and shit and like be a good dad and all that stuff, and then you, uh, but you just you're just a little uh, boy really on the inside who la- who, totally. laughs at, who laughs at dick jokes, you know? Totally. It's totally funny, you know. I'm never gonna. That's why I keep telling dick jokes. I'm like. Even my daughter tells me, you uh, you can do better than this, Dad. I'm like, but I like these things. I like these dick jokes. I can't help it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you agree? I agree 100%. Dick jokes are rule. If you don't sure. get it out of you, though, like, it's just like you're going to let it fester, and then you're not going to like dick jokes anymore. Soon you won't laugh at farts or something, you know? <laughs> like, where's the end of it, you know? How much do I have to give up of myself? You should have replied with a fart. To yeah. <laughs> and then see if she laughed or not. Yeah. I showed her this guy followed me on Instagram, uh, named uh, I think it's the Fart Man, isn't he? Do you remember what it was? Who it was called? I think it was called the Fart Man. <laughs> Anyways, he followed me on Instagram, and I looked up his thing, and I followed him right away. It's just all he puts out is posts of him recording his farts. So he just audio records him farting, and uh, you see th- it's all like videos, but it's just like he's got a fart coming. He just like hits record, puts the <laughs> camera to his ass, and farts. How many followers? Uh, only like 650, but I think we can break this guy because he's. I'm a huge fan, <laughs> and I said I sent it to like I showed my wife at the in the kitchen. I'm like, look at this guy, like he's a genius, you know. And I'm playing him and laughing. I'll I'll see if I can get him if, up here. If Kim Kardashian, who has zero talent, I think we can all agree, has two billion or something followers, and she doesn't even fart. No. Right? <laughs> if she That's farted, no. she'd be even oh, yeah. huger. Probably go up to three. Yeah. That opens her up to a whole new audience. It sure oh, does. Oh, yeah. She's got, she's got I have no life. interest in Kim life. Kardashian, but I would have a lot of interest in Kim Kardashian's fart feed. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> Those big ass cheeks just flopping. <laughs> Imagine the acoustics. Slow motion, right? Kim Kardashian. Slowed right down like those oh. slow-mo guys. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would pay, man. Yeah. She's Let's missing an opportunity. Put that through your new pedal. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Looping farts. Looping farts. Oh no! Sorry, I I I want to. This guy's called Just Farts, Just Farts on Instagram. So for everybody that wants to check this guy out, this is a sample of his work. I'll see if I can crank it up. <laughs> oh, that was just a little one. That's beautiful. Let's see. I'll do another it's one. Just random. He's he's got something. Uh, that sounded like Taco Bell. Yeah. I'm going to do this one. <laughs> Musical. Yeah, it's nice, right? Nice. 
<laughs> you can see why he wants to record them, though. These aren't normal farts. No, he has a he has a like a, a bacterial problem in his digestive system. Right. Yeah, which is working for his favor. You know, yeah. it's just underscore farts. I mean, let's make him huge. There you go. Let's make him huge. <laughs> I want, I want this guy. This is who I picked to, to ask to be on the show. It's just farts. <laughs> He's a hero. How do you uh, prep for that? Like, what if he showed up and he couldn't fart? Oh, mm. cabbage. I mean, I'd have all the staples. Chili. Like, my wife's Hungarian. We'd have, like, cabbage rolls and coleslaw. Uh, Get him here a couple hours early. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just feed him some stuff. Uh, no problem. Some of that sausage, Shane. Oh, yeah. He would, he would be awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, plus, I think he's a pro. I think he's a pro. So, uh, oh, I was saying that's it for just farts, but uh, <laughs> no, I mean it's a big, it's a big part of uh, your life, is what I mean. You want to try to get that, uh, that you don't want to let that part of you die because that's how you stay young and have, have fun. Have a balance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, are any of your kids uh, old enough to un to like the music or hear the songs? <laughs> okay, I'll I'll give you a quick one. Uh, so my daughter's nine. Yeah. So we we released the album in tw our first album. Yeah. We got one coming up. We'll talk about that later. Uh, 2012? <laughs> yeah, I think so. So yep. it, whatever the math is on that. So about a year after that, she heard the first song, and I, I showed it to her because it's going to happen. Yeah, it, and, yeah. And every song on this album is, is, more, is worse than the one before it. Like, this <laughs> one's pretty middle of the road. But we have one called Butt Naked, and yeah. it's about when we're playing a show and you're watching us play the show... Get your fucking tits out. What's the problem? <laughs> what You're going to take your fucking shirt off later on to go to bed anyway, might right? So you now. might as well. Yeah, you're Pop young. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, so, yeah. so, but That's the point of that bitch. one is yeah. it was supposed to be our club jam. We wrote it. We're like, this is going to be, obviously tongue in cheek, this is going to be the one that's going to fucking be on all, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we only swear once. We, what is it? We say, we say the S word, do we not? Not yeah, like honey, whip your shit out. Whip shit your shit out. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. That's we, it. Yeah. That's you, it. You do also say put your holes in the air. Well, sure, put your <laughs> holes in the air. Word. But that's not a swear word. You that's technically <laughs> not a swear word. So what, about, what about tits? So I, uh, tits doesn't count as that's a swear word in my house. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it's relative <laughs> to what you choose to expose your child to, right? Uh, so, <laughs> so I showed her this song, and she was... She's like, is that you, Dad? Is that is that Brad? Is that Brad? And then, it, so it's got uh, her mom is on the track as well, and uh, and and Brad's wife doing uh, uh, butt naked, butt naked in the background, right, yeah. girl? Like butt naked. And uh, she's like, is that mom? Is that mom? Yeah. Oh, is this gonna be on the radio? <laughs> like she was excited. And yeah. She showed her cousin, and it was a big thing, and she thought we were, yeah, she she loved it. It was great. Now, fucking your girl. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna wait a few years before uh, yeah, <laughs> before yeah. she sees that. Yeah, my that kid, my kids know some of my jokes, but not all of them. See, yeah. it's it's a, it's, a, it's a fine line. Yeah, yeah, it's a fine line. And uh, I think that uh, like uh, so the, a lot of times kids will like the rhythm and the. Oh yeah, she oh. caught every third word, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, not so much the the intricacies of the dirty of jokes. Yeah, she had no idea. Like watching uh, cartoons or something like that, where most of the jokes are for the parents, not yeah. and the kids don't know some. Uh -huh. That's why Bugs Bunny's still good when you're old and you go back and watch it. You miss some of the stuff when you're Absolutely. a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So racist. <laughs> yeah. So, so racist. Speedy Gun, they won't even show Speedy Gonzales anymore. No. Really? No. It's too racist, apparently. Why? Because there's no Mexicans that like to take siestas <laughs> with big sombreros? <laughs> Come on. I'm going to go to that whole country and I found one guy sleeping against a tree with a sombrero on his face. Andale, andale. <laughs>
I bet you I would. <laughs> but I've never been there. We got to send somebody to go check it out. Charters. <laughs> you might, you know, where else did you go in Japan? Uh, that was it, really. No, uh, in the Orient, I mean. In the Orient? Other than Japan, nothing, right? Oh, I landed in Seoul, Korea, actually. Oh, thank God. I, I flew Korean Air <laughs> on the way there. And uh, so we stopped in Seoul. I had a little layover. And uh, I like Koreans. <laughs> yeah, nice people. Oh, I don't go. think there's any old people in Korea. That's what I noticed in the airport. Only they just young all people. look young. Is that what it is? For sure. They're, they look young until 75, and then they look fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> from 76 to 85. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like a raisin process yeah. or something, right? It is. Like they like look at grapes for a while and then just poop raisin. Yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, Anyways, George, you ruined our interview with your stupid story, story about Korea. <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> what did you like like so much about Koreans? What impressed you about them? Uh, they had a robot that made coffee for me, a coffee <laughs> robot. Really? Yeah, that was cool. You just put your money in, the robot makes your coffee, hands it out a little door for you. Like a Keurig with a coin slot? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't take much to <laughs> They have one of those at the arena in Simcoe, right? <laughs> their, yeah. their airplane had a bar at the back, like a stand-up bar. You really? You go and mingle back there, yeah, with a with a bartender on the airplane. Really? Oh, that's a win. When I, go on, when I go on corporate trips, the lady brings me my... I don't even have to get up. Yeah, well, they had that, but <laughs> when that's not working for you, because right. you're kind of stuck in your seat, sure. you can get up and go to the bar at the back, no, no. drink some vodka. How long was the flight to that? 14 hours. Yeah. yeah. You're going to want to stand up for a bit. Oh, yeah. yeah fair enough. At least eight of those 14 hours. I took a piss in the first class uh, washroom on the way down to Costa Rica, and uh, they told me not to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was no line there at all. It's and there was even a person in uh, first class saying, uh, oh, it's over there. It's not where you're going. That's the kitchen or whatever. I was in the kitchen. <laughs> and then uh, they, the, the stewardess was like, get the fuck out of here. You know, It's not for your kind. No, you have to go to the back and line up. And it was way smaller, too. That bathroom is way smaller. Really? The, yeah, which who cares? You're just shitting in it or whatever you do. I've never shit in a plane. Has anyone shit in a plane? No, I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you shit in the plane? No, no, I never have. It scares me. The flush and everything. <laughs> I don't think I would ever do it. It would be a traumatic, like, because you have to face the person that's out there in the hall that's going to go into your mess, right? <laughs> like, that's the most stressful part about it. I think I could get shit in a real small space that sucks the shit in a very violent fashion when you hit flush. <laughs> like, I would want to be out of the room and hit him with a stick flush <laughs> if I'm going to be flushing a, you know, a shit on a plane, right? I anyway. helped my daughter shit on a plane like when she was like three and she was like, daddy, daddy, I have to go yeah, yeah. taking her in there and yeah. And trying to, you know, clean that up. That's it's a small bathroom for two oh, people. Yeah. I don't know how those people do that, you know, mile high club thing for me and a three year old. Yeah. It was a small bathroom. Yeah. For two full grown people going at it. It's not even be. if you stack them, there's not a lot of room. <laughs> no, it isn't. You really have to stack in there, too. Like, you're only doing doggy. That's the only <laughs> thing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The girl's got it. And the girl... Or pile driver 69. <laughs> uh, would you tree, have the leg room? Tree and bush. <laughs> we call that tree, tree and bush. bush. You can wash your hair at the same nice, time. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. Blue. Yeah, dyed uh, blue. Blue hair. Uh, <laughs> so Assuming yeah. you're holding her. That's true. <laughs> so, have you guys heard Wheeler Walker Jr.? Yeah, Fucking right. Funny. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I saw him on uh, uh, what's his name? There, the guy you're gonna have on later on, uh, Joe Rogan. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wheeler Walker. He was on there. He was in fucking full character, how hard it is to be a, a serious country music star he's in the country these us. days. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's so <laughs> when I heard Wheeler Walker Jr., I went to Brad and I said, we don't have to do the fucking funny country band anymore. Because he's, <laughs> he's, he's done it already. Oh, he nails it. That's Not only that, he's like, he's, he's, he's skipped the system. Like, he's circumvented the, the music business. Yeah. And he's just done, done it through social media podcasts and... Uh, and getting people to act as his like salespeople. That's like, what we're fam- trying to do here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but he ended up making like the top ten country charts with no, no radio station would play him, no nothing, right? Redneck shit is one of the best songs written this century. It's fucking amazing. Actually, yeah, we're gonna be playing one of his songs in a few weeks when we have Aaron Allen and the Saints in. We're gonna be opening with uh, "Summer Times in Kentucky." Mm. That that song is that on the new one. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. on the new one. Yeah, it's it's almost uh, if you're not paying attention, it almost sounds like a straight song, and then the real lyrics come in. But the one thing you could say is it's funny, but it's not really that outrageous. Most of what he says, like oh, some of the songs are, but I mean, like most of what he's saying is just honest stuff and honest language, like that people actually use, and it comes across hilarious because you never hear people do like. Doing it that way in a in a in a real good song. My favorite thing about him is you're listening to a song and he's being homophobic, misogynistic, whatever it is. But then he'll throw in, and then I licked my brother's asshole. Right, like yeah, so, yeah. it would have appealed to anyone of a, a misogynistic or homophobic bent until he yeah. says that, and it's kind of like a fuck you to those guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now he's now he's licking his brother's ass. I don't know if I like this anymore. <laughs> this isn't funny anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. He's doing it right. He's he's doing it right. Yeah. What was the one? He goes uh, something about he was gonna. In one of the songs, he fucks both the brothers, and then yeah, he he does. He he he. he, he if I had my brothers, I'd fuck. Oh, but fuck both your brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and something about uh, if if I had a sister. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure I'd Fister or something so, like that. Yeah. It was like Sister that's and Fister. I never thought of that yeah, rhyme. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Ah, that's genius. <laughs> sister and Fister. I never Save it for Hank the Drunken Dwarf. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, Wheeler Walker. Where was I going with that one? Wheeler uh, circumvented the system, the music system, and did, did it all so that he just did it through this new way. Where And you get to keep all the money that way, too, right? Absolutely. So, like, in a way, the music business kind of, like, uh, sucks because there's not much of one left anymore, right? But in a way, like, there's no, there's ups, there's no barriers to entry on what you want to do as far as a band Absolutely. goes yeah. to be able to, to take it as far as you want to, you know, or to, to, to have as much fun with it as you want to have with it, you know? Yeah. We all get to not make it in our own way. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, including absolutely nothing. But <laughs> that's that's but, also an option. But the nice part is that what used to be considered a failure is now actually a success. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you know, before if you had, like, 20,000 sales, you'd be like, oh, geez, you know. No, no, there's no metric. There's no <laughs> conventional metric for success anymore. No. Because yeah. now you don't even measure it on sales because most people give away their music anyways. And you, then it's on touring or whatever. But you really just get what you want out of it. So... We go to a lot of up because we're we are learning about bands and new music in this way, right? So you find it on YouTube, you find it on Spotify, or he does and he tells me, so it's organic. Yeah. Uh, so we've seen a bunch of bands where you know, oh my God, these guys are amazing, and you know, four hundred thirty-two followers on you know yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Or whatever. You go to their show and there's 
37 people there and they're like thanks so much for coming to our show and then the next time they come yeah there's 250 up. and yeah. then there's 7000 so yeah, yeah. that's the new metric is how how quickly you can blow up is that's what I've found. Is, you absolutely yeah. need to buy T-shirts. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They want bands because if you don't buy a T-shirt, these guys don't get to eat Wendy's. In yeah, yeah. they're not making yeah, yeah. money off their right. music anymore. It's no, it's no. the ticket sales and it's T-shirt sales, record sales, vinyl. records are tapes like vinyl. vinyl absolutely, yeah. uh, tapes. Tapes have I've come seen back. Yeah. Tapes at yeah. shows. Yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I just bought my daughter for her birthday a record player, but it uh -huh. came with a CD player and a tape deck and okay. a, and. Uh, Bluetooth and all that shit, uh -huh. but uh, like the tape deck is one thing I like I couldn't believe. And now tapes are like really like people are coming like even uh, Sunrise or whatever they call it, HMV or mm -hmm. whatever there's left. Right. They they sell tapes and records now. They don't even sell sell CDs, and you don't need audio because you'll get it online, right? right. Or you don't yeah. need digital. I mean, so that's what that's the kind well, of the new thing. When we when we put out our album in 2012, we uh, did it on a USB stick. You got it. I don't actually. Oh. I have it in the truck, oh. but it's uh, <laughs> of course uh, it's a gun with a USB kind of as the, the uh, clip is the, the oh, yeah, yeah. USB oh, stick. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah cool. so that's that's another way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything you can do that. Yeah. I, what if you could do? You could probably do a lighter like that, eh? With the USB in it. We looked. I actually I looked into Zippos for Zeffler, yeah. but they were super expensive. Like we would have had to charge fifty yeah, bucks yeah, yeah, per. Yeah. Right? That's like, that's the problem, right? You want to yeah. get creative with it. Like remember, uh, Flaming Lips did the fucking gummy vagina of thing. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you had to like reach. You had to into birth this. the album. <laughs> Really? Gummy From a gummy vagina, vagina. And pull out a USB stick out of a oh, gummy vagina. That is so good. I would <laughs> yeah. definitely do look it up. Yeah. It's pretty it's 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 intense. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, but that's what you have to do. You have to yeah. be creative because any, anything to, to stick out, right? To be different. Well, then people are buying that. Yeah. Because otherwise they just, you know, rip it off the internet or whatever. Right? Yeah, we sold out of uh, Rooster Sucks Balls lighters is the first thing we sold out of. That. It was a picture of Dave with a mustache on the lighter, and it said Rooster Sucks Balls, and that's the first one we sold out of. I don't even smoke it. I'd get one of those. Yeah, <laughs> and then now we only have a few, like, fuck charters lighter, mini lighters left, because <laughs> those ones are also popular. I'll take one of those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, you'll get one. Right. Yeah. For sure. Anyone can get those on the Life in the Dutch Hall shop. <laughs> oh, there you go. Website? Yeah, you got that. We have to do the same thing to make money. Anything that we can do. I'm still waiting for We're my commission all on that. It's the new market. Are <laughs> uh, you waiting for what? My commission on that. On what? Those lighters with my face on them. Oh, with your face? You signed a waiver, didn't you? I don't I'm pretty sure you remember. did. I'm pretty sure you signed a waiver. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, we should... Uh, we're getting long. You guys... Uh, <laughs> Oh, what we have to do is a segment about uh, trends, and then we'll then we'll play us out. How will we uh -huh. do that? Sounds good. So we, we don't have to do this. We can just do weird facts and call it world trends. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we can practice the fun. Weird trends. Trends. So this is the part where we have to go on the internet and look what's trending so that we can talk about it and then we can get people to watch because they're sheep or something. I don't know how it all works. It's like an algorithm, right? So uh, the things that are going on this week, the Olympics. The Olympics oh, yeah. is going on. We need to talk about the Olympics. Uh, you guys been watching it? Anyone watching the Winter Olympics? No. I, no. Missed most I saw of a it. tiny bit of figure skating at my parents' place. That was it. Yeah? Just watch a little bit of women's hockey. 
Does it seem underwhelming this yeah, time around? Yeah, it does. Is it because they don't have male hockey players? You mean NHL like players? Like NHL hockey players, yeah, like a real. <sighs> is that why? Because yes. that's the only thing we cared about before? Yeah, I think maybe. You know, those, is that true? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They even try to spice it up with that French girl pulling her tit out in the thing. <laughs> I missed that. Did you miss it? Yeah. Oh, Which she, one? Left or? It was her left right? tit. Cool. It was the yeah. one that was out. So. Yeah. Her, she had like a, ne- like a green thing around her neck, and then it, it broke, and then her one tit fell out, and she had to continue her act. And, the, and uh, if you watched it live, you saw the nipple. I missed it live. My sister told me about it. But, it's on uh, the internet. The r- with the nipple? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now this girl. <laughs> now this girl. The internet. Now Steve, you see, you've seen it, right? I have. Yes. What was it? Ice dancing. Yeah. You've yeah. seen it many times and. So Steve, <laughs> it at various moments. What do you give this girl? Like, attractiveness of the French skater was uh, was probably like I would say she, it's not she wasn't as attractive before you saw her tit is my point because uh, she has a, quite a she had quite a unique uh, profile. Yeah, actually, she had like. All nipple, like there was no areola whatsoever. It was just like a puffy nipple. Like it was just a nipple. Ooh, I think I like it. It's like a beady eye. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Did you feel awkward masturbating to it, or <laughs> it was just a standard, <laughs> standard boob? Is she an adult, <laughs> uh, Steve? The I hope so. He's German. Yeah. He's into some weird shit. Yeah, that's the part I didn't know about. Because you know, it, it could be like those gymnasts. You, you <laughs> yeah, know. that's right. You learned your lesson jerking off to them too, didn't you, <laughs> Steve? I'm no, not I'm saying anything. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we uh, Steve doesn't jerk off to gymnasts. I'm gonna say that right on the air. Oh, thanks, man. You're welcome, Steve. <laughs> thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the one trend. Uh, what's the other one? What's going on this week? Uh, the, I don't want to talk about the shooting because I don't care. Uh, like I don't care to talk about the same thing over and over again when nothing's gonna happen. Like I let them, I, I, they just—it's crazy down there. But, but you I, think you think arming teachers is a good way to fix that problem, right? Me? <laughs> no, Jim <laughs> Jeffries has a good bit on that about uh, paying a guy 16 bucks an hour and uh, hoping that Kevin doesn't get sad. <laughs> you know, that's uh, on the job. Not you, Kevin. Not Thanks. you. The Kevin's. It's not all about <laughs> you for fuck's sake. <laughs> but we have. Uh, uh, the other trend I want to talk about. Oh shit. Go my memory. Oh, Brantford. Oh yeah. State Brantford. of emergency. Brantford. We barely came from there today. I was there today. Brantford, yeah, I, went, I did a show there last night and I did one the night before actually in Brantford, two nights in a row. Uh, because you know what I like to do when there's a flood in a town in Canada is I like to uh, bring laughter. <laughs> in order to help dry them out. You're right? the Bob Hope of Brantford. Of Brantford, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was, that was my, uh, my attempt, was to, uh, to try to bring them joy in their time of need. And I went to Brantford, and uh, I told one joke, which I, I might as well tell, because I'm, I wrote it specifically for the Brantford people in their time of trouble. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'll just tell you right now, it had mixed uh, reaction. We got two of them in the room right now. Brantfordites? Yes, yeah. sir. Does anyone live in Eagle Place? My uh, mother-in-law does. I don't. I no? Don't. I used to. You ever go to Wingmaster? She's not a fan of the show. You can say what you like. All my friends grew up. not a fan of Starsky either. All my friends grew up in Eagle Place, so I used to hang around Eagle Place all the yeah. time. It was like... I grew up there. Yeah. For what, a bit. What, what road? Uh, Harriet Street. Oh, Harriet? My friend was on, e- on uh, Eagle... Uh, no. Eagle Ave? Eagle Ave, yeah. Yep. Eagle Ave. Anyways, um, uh, this is a joke. 
How do you uh, how do you get your how do you call your dog to come if you left him in Eagle Place this morning? This was what I told last night. <laughs> how? How, Pete? How? I said that. However, it makes you feel better. Your dog is dead. Yeah, that's good. I like it. I'm a fan. Mixed mixed reviews Hmm. in the room. (laughs) I think half the city thought it was funny, and then the lower half. Yeah, yeah. The people on the hill thought it was hilarious. The ones with the dead dogs. (laughs) The sleeping bags. Yeah, not as much. Sleeping in the club. I can't hear you whistle underwater. You know, I, <laughs> I think we're just going to end the show on this one. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank uh, Hippos for coming in. All you guys are always welcome to come and join the Nocturnal Emissions anytime you want. You guys are great guests as always. And best of luck. Is there anywhere where people can see or where they can find you? Jesus, no. No. <laughs> oh, no, no. We don't want this getting out. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> no, we got, uh, we've been working on, a, uh, on an album called Monsters. For about four years now, in our spare time, of which there is, you know, increasingly little, uh, but it it's it's inspired by movie like horror movies. Yeah. And uh, uh, well, uh, Brad, what? <laughs> uh, what? Uh, give us a couple examples. Like what's what's on the uh, the record? Oh, uh, we do um, everything cool from yeah, the 80s. everything cool. We do a song about uh, there's an Evil Dead one. There's um, Victor Const- Crowley. Victor Crowley. Uh, I don't Fred know. Anybody watched the new Victor Crowley movie? Is anybody Hatchet, Hatchet series? series? Adam Green. I haven't seen Very it, good. but I would. Re- uh, I'm really interested. So, oh man, so it's, we have it's, got it's, some of the most inventive kills. It's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, if you like yeah. over the top slasher movies, yeah. Hatchet. So we write ri- we write ridiculous gangster rock songs about these movies, like yeah. inspired by these movies. Um, and the whole got, album is, is. We've got aliens. We've got predators. We've got uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Uh, Gremlins. Gremlins too. Gremlins right? is about. Jason and uh, Michael. (laughs) Gremlins is about getting drunk at a bar and taking home a really ugly oriental lady. And she turns out to not be what you thought she was in the morning. You you thought she was awesome, but after midnight, that's great. And did you get her wet? You don't get her wet or feed her after midnight. midnight. First, they got her wet and then I fed her after midnight. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually the chorus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's coming out uh, uh, this year. <laughs> oh, good call. If you say it out loud, you have to do it. It's it Halloween. By Halloween. By Halloween okay. of 2018. Absolutely. It even wow. rhymes. Oh, it rhymes, so it has to happen. Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. We actually recorded the bed tracks in 2014. <laughs> That's how long we've been procrastinating this album. <laughs> Accidentally started another band in the middle and got sidetracked. Been on this bit. show since. Yeah. So, uh, how, uh, what are you going to play us out with tonight? Good question. Good question, uh, Pete. We uh, we've got two songs. Uh, which one would you like to do, guys? We were, it was the one that you guys were talking about. The one. Yeah, we, I think ride the pine. Yeah, ride the pine. Let's okay. Ride the pine. Yeah. Yeah. That's a ride the pine. Now before oh, before you get to it, just hit. I mean, yeah. I wanted to do Ghostbusters. Oh, it's up to you. No, we, you call it. No, it's up to us. No, it's up to you, buddy. Play them both, and we'll just let it run out, and people yeah. get a bonus track. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we so got. Just if, if for those of you who are still watching or listening, thank you for very much. Tell your friends, share it, uh, give us an email at live from the Dutch Hall, gmail.com if you want to give us some feedback. Uh, and you know, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that bullshit. And uh, until then, we want to thank our guests, Hippos, for coming in. We want to thank the Nocturnal Emissions and everybody, my brother Paul, 
And uh, until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. <laughs> Bye, Willie. Love to do it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to move over a little bit. This thing, I can feel the breeze every time Kevin hit this cymbal on my elbow. <laughs> All right. Now, this song is uh, about the original Ghostbusters, not the one with the girls. Misogynist. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, it does have girls in it. Oh, there are girls in it. Oh, yeah. We also actually, this one we have a reprisal. This is, we're going to play the original, but on the new album, there's another version of this song that's it's got a different chorus, way different music, similar. We wrote, we played this song about 15 different ways over the years. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to have an acoustic version. It's fun. <laughs> All right. Watch out, I'm turning around and off the agar and when I'm coming hot, girl, I'm coming like the agar of balls in my balls. I'm a vaccine with factory, moving satisfactory, the famous horror actor. Street for beaters, it's street for beaters. Go into the kitchen, and get an electric gate beater. Show the shit I get crazy and my penis starts to smash them. Getting off, coming in the sticky ectoplasm. Even on the face of my very crazy ghost. You're then a bust a white ghost. You better stay calm, ladies. You're gonna have to trust us. We know what we're doing, cause we're the ghostbusters. We got the right equipment. Don't worry, it's just us, and we know what we're doing, cause we're the ghostbusters. We're the ghostbusters. We're the ghostbusters. We're the ghostbusters. Yo, you can't stop me, second you much as a mess of lubricant. I said, fuck you, you can't. I'm gonna fuck a first, maybe you can fuck a raptor. But when you do, you're gonna need a man to horse and after. Put a rap, yeah, I'm so my dick down. I'm a labor pivot when you're trying to make my dick sound. I'm Rick Moranis, and yo, sit on your and I'm about to get busy with another woman, Breeboy. You're the gatekeeper and I'm the key master. Some of the wise demon and I'm about to blast. You're leaning on a face and I got it real close. Yo, then I'll bust a white ghost. That's your work, motherfucker! You look like you're about to see the goods! Big fucking slut! My metaphor, I'm coming on. Faces getting sexy with the bitches in all they sexy places. She used to have a boyfriend, but she hardly kissed him. Measuring his penis, gotta use the metric system. Then a bust a white ghost. You better see come on, ladies. You're gonna have to trust us. We know what we're doing. We're the ghostbusters. We got the right equipment. You sleep back and just us. We know what we're doing. We're the ghostbusters. We're the ghostbusters. We're the ghostbusters. We're the ghostbusters. We're the ghostbusters.